Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest, we have Alicia Reese. Alicia, thanks so much for being on our Gifters Podcast, where your story is gift to the world. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm pleasure, pleasure to be here. Awesome. So Alicia is an author of an award-winning book called Eating Elephants. Love that name. <laughs> <laughs> Director of a PR and creative marketing of Soledad O'Brien's Powerful Foundation. So she specializes in brand identity, strategic marketing, public relations, and execution. You can follow her everywhere, not anywhere or somewhere, but everywhere at Alicia Reese. It's Alicia spelled A-L-E-C-H-I-A Reese, R-E-E-S-E, like is it Reese's Pieces? Is that the same spelling of that amazing chocolate that I like? <laughs> yep, yep. I tell people all the time, like Reese's Pieces. Nice, nice, nice. Like I was like, I like Alicia Keys and Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yep, yep. So why don't we just dive in because we have about nine minutes left. I, I love it when people write titles that pop. People have companies, names that are popping. And in your case, Eating Elephants, what is that about? So very, very long story short, I am a child who was born into extreme poverty. Uh, there were rats crawling around my head when I was born. Um, very, very young. I also experienced uh, domestic violence. It became extreme into my marriage and I lost my first child um, because I was slammed into the ground while pregnant. So I went from that person ready to commit suicide, um, ready to end my life and everything uh, with it to a woman who is not only working on an end purpose, but working with some of the largest organizations uh, on the globe, from Verizon to Progressive, uh, Vogue Italia, to working with some amazing folks like uh, the Disney stars and Dea, um, and also Soledad O'Brien, who's one of the biggest names in media. So, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Eating elephant shows you how to go from ideation to execution. So where I was to where I am now. That's awesome. For all the listeners out there, I always talk about how a story is not inspiring without low points and high points. I actually learned that from Tom Shadiak, who produced Liar Liar, Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. And he said, like, stories are not inspiring. So in your case, I just appreciate how eloquently, concisely, and compellingly you shared your story where you've had so much hardship, but yet here you are with such confidence and determination. And so for the listeners, just make sure you know that that's a phenomenal way to share your story. And I wish more people said it that way because you, for now, for today, have been the, the highlight of, of my podcast and I perhaps I shouldn't say that because whoever else is <laughs> <laughs> being interviewed but but I should say to be very specific highlighting more of the story like all of our guests are amazing but in terms of how you co conveyed your story in terms of the low points and high points that's great I really appreciate that now that's how amazing. did you get to access some of these people because starting a company is hard enough and how did you get to scale it and really meet these influencers well, I always tell people what you've got to understand is, is no matter how large the organization or how famous or connected the, the person is, at the end of the day, we're all humans. And humans have one innate need. That's to be understood and to be connected. So I guess that's two. <laughs> they have two innate needs then. To be understood and to be connected. What I have become very, very adept at is building mutually beneficial relationships. 
to succeed in life, you've got to figure out how to do so because life, success in it, is truly just a relationship game. I love how concise you put it. I actually wrote a book about networking with billionaires and executives and celebrities, and I literally get people every single day on whatever median, hey, Chris, I know you're friends with Chris DeWolf, who is the founder of, 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 of uh, MySpace. Oh, Chris, can you introduce me to Elon? I'm like, why would I do not that? how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. And, but the, the point that I want to stress to our listeners is that what you mentioned mutually beneficial. Can you share with us and our guests an example of how perhaps you reached out to someone that was mutually beneficial because just giving those examples allows people to sink their teeth into this concept that you are sharing with us. Absolutely. So one of my first partners, uh, when I decided, corporate partners, when I decided I was going to be um, a professional speaker, uh, was Verizon. They were one of the first ones who I was on contract with for about nine or 10 months. I, from a friend of mine who was working with them, he informed me, hey, I need a favor. Verizon has this event. They're their moderator has dropped out. Would you be willing to do it? I don't have the time to drum up anything to pay you. Would you do it for me for free? I understood that A, sometimes you have to give your gift for the greater good. So I told him, absolutely, I'd be more than willing to moderate uh, the event for free. And I knew that once I got the opportunity to moderate that I would do so well that they would call me back. I did exceptionally well and they called me back and placed That's me on awesome. contract. And now this is something for the listeners to be mindful of because a lot of times they say, well, I literally have some beginning speakers because I do have a speaker training program. And they say, well, Chris, I just want to have someone to pitch me. I'm like, you haven't even done the legwork or have mm -hmm. a video or have any branding. But in your case, you did it the right way, meaning I have spoken at gigs where I minimize my fee, especially early on in my career. And even now, sometimes if let's say I want to speak at, uh, let's say the U.S. consulate invited me to speak and they flew me out to the Middle East area and it was great and cool. It wasn't the speaking field that I'm used to, but it's about the brand where now I can say, yeah, I, I work with the US consulate, but it's the same thing that you've done with Verizon because a lot of the guest speakers or the guests on our podcast, I want you to recognize Alicia's story and, and the way that she did it, meaning anyone can reach out to companies and a lot of companies have employee networks. Now, mm -hmm. was there a, a way that you went from, okay, you speak for free and you you moderated this, and then how do you go from there to actually getting that contract? Did you do some research? Did you meet the right person? Because I always want to give very specific tactical advice for our listeners to learn from. Absolutely. So as soon as I got there, I the person who had asked me to speak for free, I asked him once I got on site, who are the key players in the room? Who are the ones who sign the checks? Who are the ones who report into them? Because I wanted to become friendly with the one who reports into them because they're the ones who can sway the person who signs the checks left or right. And then I wanted to meet the actual person who was over the entire event so that not only could I, you know, meet that person, but so that I could develop a relationship with them. This was four, three, four years ago. We're still friends to this day. Our children are as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So kind of to recap for our listeners that Having those brands, first of all, just to make sure that people know why it's important to work with these brands, because when people always ask me, you know, Chris, how do you command a, a $20,000, $30,000 speaking fees? Because I've spoken at Google or American Express. In your case, Alicia, the same thing in that when you build this brand, then that brand recognition stays with you. Just like when you hear Alicia, well, actually, well, Alicia Keys, you, you'll always hear the <laughs> brand before even the name. You'll, you'll hear Grammy-winning Alicia Keys or Oscar-winner Brad Pitt, and in your case, it's synonymous Verizon, big brand with your name, but I want the listeners to just understand 
what Alicia is saying, but also how she did it. So that's just great advice that you're sharing with our, with our guests. Absolutely. What are some things that, since you did go through some, some deep challenges now, when you say extreme poverty, extreme poverty, at least defined by like the World Bank and some of these global organizations, is living under with less than a dollar to, to their name. Is, is that what you experienced? So with my parents, my mother had uh, three children. Um, I'm the eldest of three. Um, throughout our childhood growing up, uh, we went an entire year without running water in our home, six months without electricity, um, yet we were private school educated because she bartered cleaning services so that we could be, you know, well, well educated. Um, there were years where she made for a family of, what was it, five of us at the time, for a family of five, our family only made 42000 for a family of five. Mm. And what would you suggest and encourage people, let's say they are going through some tough, some tough times. And I, and I always say, we, we all have such an impact to make on people because we never know when we need that extra hug or the extra smile in your case, the advice you're giving today. What would you tell yourself when you are really struggling and, and having been going through these situations, what helped you get through some of those tough times? So I didn't know it at the time, and I, but I later became a project manager. And one of the best gifts about being a project manager is, is you have to take a very good look at what your end goal is. You fixate on it. It becomes your everything. And so what I do now, because nothing is ever perfect, anytime things are hard, and it's the same thing that I did when I was younger, I just didn't recognize the proper term for it, is that I fixate in my mind and in my head exactly what my goal is. I get a very clear picture of what it'll look like me enjoying that goal. Then I identify where I am and then write out what will it take to get me there? What are some of the avenues? And then once I've taken a look at what my goal is, written out what in my mind will take to get there, I start working to chip away at those action points so that I could actually accomplish it. So for me, it's always look at your goal, now create some action steps to get there and then start working. For me, action has always helped. That's great. We're pretty much done with our interview today. Alicia, thanks so much for your gems of advice. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Well, you can go to my website at www.aliciareese.com. Remember, Alicia is spelled A-L-E-C-H-I-A. You can also follow me everywhere on social media <laughs> at the same thing, Alicia Reese. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, for being on the Gifters podcast, where your story is gifted to the world. Thanks so much, Alicia. Thank you. Have a great day.